In a world where the 80s ended before all the terrible movies were made, three brave role-playing gamers will do whatever it takes to make the worst movies possible. But for budgetary reasons, the movies are only in audio. These are the worst movies ever played. Hey everybody, welcome to Worst Movies Ever Played. I am your director, Patrick, and this is part three of A Hot Night in Cyber Dallas. If you missed parts one and two, go on back and listen to those. You'll enjoy them. And if you're looking for the recap of what happened, don't worry, I got you. Here it comes. In part two of A Hot Night in Cyber Dallas, the year is 2044. Paramnesia, the Hollow Priest, and Ronnie Fax Machine, the uh, human fax machine, continue to fight to the top of Texas Instruments Tower to find the tech support needed to save Ronnie's life. They hack a spider bot in the tower's wire-filled stairwell. The hacked bot lets them access floor 5, where they encounter Major Laser, a Jamaican cyborg killing machine. What will it take to stop this unkillable super soldier? Let's find out. And then he fires right at Ronnie. <laughs> this guy's unkillable. He got three passes, but it can only do oh. double damage, right? It only maxes at two, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, cool. I guess I'm in my hearts now. Okay. So now I have nothing to lose. So D1 is added to my pools and also any pool that targets me. Great. Okay. And Rocky's like, yo, I've been blasted so many times today. Come on, these fucking calculators. Calculator guns. I'm positing that all the guns kind of look like TI-83 graphing calculators, right? <laughs> Great. They have those like, yeah. little screens on them, right? Those little, those little gray and white screens. Well, so they often look like laser cannons, but they've also got those buttons on the side. Right. And also it's got the second function. So like you can hit the second function to hit other things on the gun. But really like there's really just the trigger. Everything else is to play Super Mario <laughs> on a TI-83. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's now Paramnesia's turn. Okay, great. So I'm just going to jump on him with my uh, Techno Rosary and try and strangle him real good. Okay, uh, roll your strength. Two passes. Okay. Now, I imagine he's huge, so I just kind of leap through the Pillar of Salt onto what I'm hoping is his back with the Rosary stretched out, get it around his neck, and start yanking as hard as I can. So he takes two damage. It is now Ronnie's turn. Okay, so Ryan's going to, like, extend his whip around the bottom of the Pillar of Salt to try to basically wrap his legs with the telephone cable and, like, pull so the guy falls down. Okay, so go ahead and roll your strength. Wow, you will not believe this roll. No passes on that. No passes. You whip at his legs, but it just barely misses him. And then he goes, Nobody treats me like this. And he uses his Grabatron minor action to grab at Paramnesia. So he's got a arm extension that comes out of his back. <laughs> and then the arm extension grabs you, lifts you up like Dr. Octopus and then throws you off of you. You land into a bunch of junk, so you're okay, but you are no longer on his back. It is now Paramnesia, then Ronnie, then Major Laser. And how far away am I from Major Laser? I'm gonna say he's thrown you f like 15 feet. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my first non-religious hologram, which actually means that I have to do it at a slight disadvantage which I'm not thrilled about. <laughs> Paramnesia is going to look very, very hard at the room that he's in and try and memorize it. And now he's going to create a hologram of the exact room, but 20% smaller, so that it looks like Major Laser is alone in the room and Ronnie and I are outside the room. So I'm going to recreate the servers and the piles of garbage and the walls and the elevator doors and just create a slightly smaller version of the exact same room, but with the two of us outside of it. I want you to roll your hologram skill, and it's going to be versus Major Laser's intelligence. Great. I have uh, two passes. Okay, he failed twice. Great. So the room suddenly seems very clear to Major Laser. It looks like the room has shrunk a little bit, and he does not see anybody nearby. And he goes, where do you all go? Come back and fight me, man. Major Laser is upset. 
Major Laser needs blood. Major Laser needs to end this now. And he starts looking <laughs> for the two of you. Uh, and But also he keeps tripping on things because the room looks a little smaller, but that means that like he avoids boxes that aren't there and hits others that aren't. So he's walking kind of strangely through this room. So I'm going to say he moves half as fast as he normally would. Perfect. Great. Okay, it is now Ronnie Fax Machine's turn. All right. It's his time to shine. Ronnie's a guy who loves hacking into arms. This is something we've established throughout the game, and it's something he's established throughout his life. He's a big arm hacker. But here's the thing. He's never hacked a back arm before. This is a major moment for him. He's pumping himself up because he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the impossible, he thinks to himself. And I'm going to do it because I'm the best hacker in the freaking Dallas metro area. There's never been a hotter, cooler guy than me. Well, okay, maybe that's not true. I'm not cool. I'm not hot. But I'm really great at electronics. And I'm going to get this done. Let's get this done, he thinks to himself. So what he's doing is he's pushing himself to the limit. He's inspiring himself. So he gets two tokens and heals two, which is great for me. I'm going to try hacking into his back arm to make it explode. Cool. So to hack his back, I think it's going to be three passes to hack his back. One pass. Okay. So like... Major Laser's arm is up and like looking as well because it's got a little ocular scanner in the arm. And then it feels a little twitch and it goes, and he goes, You're gonna try and get inside my arm, huh? No! Major Laser is not gonna let that happen. And then like he like shakes it off and the digits go black and you cannot hack into okay. his arm. Damn it. Damn it. He is gonna use his turn to calibrate. So once per act, he gets to roll intelligence and another stat. And if he gets more passes on his intelligence roll, raise the other stat by one for the rest of the act. So I guess it's his intelligence versus his intelligence. So let me see. Yeah, okay. So that'll do it. Major Laser's calibration happens. He goes, Calibrating intelligence for high hologram expectancy oculation. And then you see his eyes go like 3D hologrammy for a second. And then he's like calibrated. And now his intelligence is a little higher than it was before. So if you put up any new holograms, you'll have to roll against his new intelligence. Got it. He was rolling two. Now he's rolling three. Okay. He felt the whip come from the left. And so he's going to try and find... Ronnie. So, Ronnie, if you're still over there by the next turn, right. he could bump into you. Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, it is now Paramnesia's turn. All right. Well, can I take a minor action and look around? Specifically, I'm looking for something that I can hold in my hand that is very hard. Yes. So, roll your intelligence to find something that you can hold in your hand that is very hard. No passes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, f you found a whole bunch of holographic boxes. You've really confused yourself because you too can't necessarily tell what's a real box and what's a fake box given your room hologram. Oh my God. Okay. Um, so I guess what I'm going to do is um, just punch him in the back of the head. Just donkey punch him in the back <laughs> of the head. And I'm going to start by saying, dear Lord, please forgive me for what I'm about to do. I will give you many Hail Marys and penance after. Uh, this is over, and then I'm just going to run and try and punch him in the back of the head as hard as I can. Well, first roll spy. Okay. No passes. So he hears you coming, and he wheels around. Now roll your strength. Oh, this is going to go so well. And a four. <laughs> you do not pass. So you leap, and you punch at Major Laser, and you miss him. So you just, like, bounce off his chest and fall to the ground. <laughs> Oh, there you are, father. <laughs> oh, I should have known that physical force would never work. It is now Ronnie Fax Machine's turn. Damn right it is. But Major Laser has his back to Ronnie, so maybe Ronnie can attack with advantage. Right. 
all right, here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to whip my cord around the arm and break it. Like I want to like pull the arm as much off of his body as I can, or at the very least, like break it in half. So roll your accuracy and then roll your strength. Accuracy, you say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's bad. Whoa, I did pay. I passed. So you manage to whip the arm, and it is around. And Major Laser starts to turn, and just as he starts to turn, you yank as hard as you can and roll your strength. One, two, three, four passes. So you whip his arm off, and he goes, Oh, you took my arm, man. I was going to use that. So it is sparking, and the back of him is sparking too, but he's a cyborg, so, like, he's not dead. Like, he didn't take damage from that by itself. All right. Well, I ripped the arm off. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no arm. That's true. Okay, great. That seems good. It is now Major Laser's turn. I guess he's going to fire at the person who just took his arm. Yeah. So he's going to fire at Ronnie. And, oh, he's very good at this. Yeah, he got three passes. So, and then you are shot by his laser cannon. Ah! I need a way to defend myself from laser fire. Uh, Paramnesia, your turn. Sucker punch in the head again. No reason for spy. Sucker punch in the head. He he knows you're there, so just go for it. And a six. You pass, and as he is firing, you clock him right in the right eye. And then he goes, Can't you go back to church where you came from, you miscreant? (laughs) And he takes one damage. It is now Ronnie Fax Machine's turn. Great. All right. Here's what I'd like to do with my turn. (laughs) I'm not stalling. You're stalling. Um, Okay, so... I can get a script change because earlier in the game, I showed weakness and I just got a lucky break. So I want to do a script change. I have as one of my script changes, a character arrives. I'd like the spider to come back from the dead. Great. And attacks. Okay. That happens. The spider reawakens. And basically, as you're on the ground and you're panicking, your hand is going all over the dead spider, and you're trying to find just an off and on switch that you can switch. You find it, and you flip it twice, and then the thing springs back to life. (laughs) Spider, my best friend! And he's going to attack Major Laser, right? He's going to attack where the circuitry is. So he's going to, like, get in where, where he's hurting. It leaps into the hole in his back that is sparking and attacks with 3d6. So roll 3d6. One path. The spider just gets right in there and begins to, like, tear at the wires. And so now sparks are going everywhere, both on the spider and out of Major Laser's back. And it just starts pulling at wires. And Major Laser goes, no, no. Get this thing off me. It's gonna kill me, man. And then it grabs one big hunk of wire and just goes rip and starts a fire inside Major Laser. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not functioning from the inside. No. And he begins to like twitch and jag and just eventually fall down. And now he's on fire in the middle of the room. Ah, this is cool. I'm a real hero getting my spider to set a guy on fire from the inside. Yeah! Ronnie Fax Machine! Now that he is on fire in the middle of the room, we are going to roll the fire's strength to see whether or not it lights other things on fire in this room filled with cardboard boxes. Fuck. And it passed. So the fire is now spreading very quickly. So you guys got to get out of here. So running, I I first turn off all the holograms so we can see where the hell we are. Yeah, so the holograms are off and the fire is spreading. Ronnie, Ronnie, you need to find the equipment to fix your brain. It's somewhere in this room. Uh, God damn it, everything is on fire. Ah, what, What luck. 
So I better look around really quickly and see if I can find it before it's too late. So you need to roll your intelligence and then you need to roll your athletics to see if one, you can find what you need and two, you can grab it before the fire engulfs it. May I also look? It's going to be way harder for you because you don't know what it looks like. Ronnie, what am I looking for? Uh, it's a suitcase that says Fax Fix. Great. <laughs> it's really conveniently shaped. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I think even I could find that at normal rolling ability. <laughs> Absolutely. Three passes. Do I spot it? You do. The Fax Fix suitcase is on top of a metal bookshelf that is surrounded by cardboard boxes that are slowly being engulfed by flames. Okay. I want to use my whip to grab it like Indiana Jones. I need to see one pass. Okay, great. Okay, that didn't work. I'm going to spend a token. That also didn't work. I'm going to spend one more token. That did not work. Okay, I did not pass. Okay, so you try and whip it. And you actually end up knocking it into the fire. God damn my whip lessons. And why didn't I take more whip lessons? All right, I'm going to go for it, guys. I'm rolling my athleticism. I got to pass. Now, I realize I'm going to get burned to do this, but we got to get it. So you can grab it. I'm going to give the fire two die to harm you. Ronnie, I'm going in. It doesn't harm you, so you... I'm safe in the Lord. Yeah, the I was going to say, can the fire, like, part for paramnesia? <laughs> so the fire parts for paramnesia, so you go ahead and say some sort of hollow prayer, please. Dear Holy Father, both hologram and non-hologram, uh, please allow me to walk through this fire and rescue this suitcase, which will help my friend fix his broken brain. That's the nicest thing anyone has ever done or said about or for me. You run into the fire, and then the fire, as it's licking the sides of the bookshelf, parts just a little bit for a hot second, and then you can grab the suitcase. It's still hot, though, so as soon as you grab it, you go, ow, and then you let it go, but it's out of the fire. Great. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get the fuck out. <laughs> Do you have a way to carry this suitcase that is still hot like an iron? Yeah, I'll wrap it in the lower part of my Cossack. And how are you getting out of here? I think we're going to take the elevator, right? As we're running to the elevator, I notice a big sign that says, in case of fire, use stairs. And I say, gosh darn you sign, we don't have time for this. <laughs> okay, so what's your plan now? So, <laughs> we kind of have a, an interesting choice here. We could leave with what we came with, or I could get revenge on the CEO of Texas Instruments. If we want to get revenge, we go to floor six. If we want to leave, we go to floor one. Since you got me the suitcase, I, I'll leave it up to you, Father. You didn't have to come on this trip with me. I kind of put you through a lot, so it's up to you. What do you think? Should we get revenge or not get revenge? Ronnie, Ronnie, I've almost been killed by army ninjas, robotic spiders, and a man with a mechanical arm literally climbing the Tower of Babel. It's now time to finish this. We're going to floor six. Oh, okay, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> Great, let's kill the CEO of Texas Instruments. Let's kill the CEO of Texas Instruments and this whole den of sin. We are super on the same page. I love it. All right, yeah, we're going to go to floor six. Great, so you heroically, after the, all this goes down, say, we're going to kill the CEO of Texas Instruments. And yeah, there's yeah. big music playing in the background. It's real heavy. There's lots of drums. It's going to be a huge thing. And you hit floor six, and you realize you don't have access to floor six. Oh. Ah. All right, cheers. Okay. So you've started to take the stairs. Heroically, though, we're taking them heroically. heroically. In fact, this is how heroically we're taking the stairs, Patrick. I'm going to tear the sleeves off of my Cossack. So now I'm a sleeveless priest. The rest of it still looks like I'm wearing a dress, but now you can see my guns. The sprinklers come on. Ronnie, we need this entire tower to burn to the ground. Can you hack the sprinklers? Ooh. <laughs> So uh, uh, table talk wise, I can next turn, but I can't do it now because I'm out of hacks. <gasps> oh, okay. Here's what we're going to do. Patrick, you're a genius. Usually the sprinklers will terminate in office buildings in the stairwell at a main sprinkler cutoff. It's also where the firefighters can hook up for each floor. You know, I would have so been so upset if this Brent hadn't shown up today. <laughs> keep, keep talking. 
So I just, I need to use my intelligence to make sure I can follow the pipe through the ceiling. I need to be able to follow the pipes back to the main junction, to the vertical pipe in the stairwell. And I'm going to tell you, Patrick, I rolled three sixes. You listen really carefully. The power of the Lord whispers to you and says the main pipe is on floor three in the stairwell. Ronnie, I know how to turn off the sprinklers for good. Oh. You know how sometimes you have to get down to get up? Oh, I have definitely heard that before. Right, we gotta go down two floors. All right, let's do it. Once we get to the pipe, there's gonna be an ax next to a fire alarm, because that's mandated in all buildings in the US. So I'll break the glass, grab the ax, and then I'm just gonna wail on that pipe. I will give the fire one die to hurt you. Fire passed. So in the process of running through the fire, you each take one damage. Ah, you get into the stairwell and you slam the door. Remember what these stairwells look like. They're filled with wires. It's like a jungle. Moving up and down the stairs like regular stairs, going to be kind of hard. You're going to have to climb through the wires. But now we're up and we need to get down so we can just slide down them like down a rope or like a fireman's pole. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why are we doing this ourselves like suckers? Why don't we have Spider do it? The literal web crawler who has advantage in the wires. Yeah, he loves these wires. I feel like Traitor is gonna be a breakout character in our lives. So as you guys are talking, you hear mechanical whirs of other spiders below. I want you guys, if you're gonna try and hide from them, to roll spy. Okay. I did not pass. One pass. Ronnie is able to hide. Paramnesia is not. You hear four spiders beginning to crawl up the wires from below, and they're heading towards floor five. Ronnie, do you have any kind of knife on you? Ooh, I got a whip. Can your whip cut through these wires? Can a whip cut through wires? Well, again, you know, our spider can cut through the wires. Oh, great, yeah. Use the spider like a torch. Cut these wires. If a wire is plugged in and yeah. you cut it, it causes a fire hazard, right? It could. Totally depends on the kind of wire. You need to specify if these are Cat 5 or carrying power, or what are we dealing with here? Are they B and C? Or? <laughs> yeah. Patrick, I really feel like your wire work is what's missing from your DMing. <laughs> I feel, feel like you're just not getting specific enough on these wires. You know, I really thought that learning the rules of the game would be enough. What I didn't consider was that I might need a technical college electrician's degree <laughs> to really make this pop. And I'm sorry, everybody. Why don't you just roll on whether or not the wires catch fire? I'm going to roll on whether or not the, the wires catch fire. I am controlling Trader the Spider to cut a bunch of these wires. So the other spiders can't climb up to us. Right. You can attack with 4d6 to see if you can start tearing them up. Okay. Two passes. Yeah, he starts tearing up the wires. And to answer your question, Brent, it's a lot of different wires. Say all the types of wires that we were talking about there. Well, so let's think about this, right? It's Yeah, let's let's really stop and think about these, the different types of wires. Should I open up a window? We're, we're playing at home, so we've got our computers. Look up yeah. different types how of many, wires. How many types so, of wires, Brent, would catch fire? Well, like a networking wires, like a Cat5 wire, mm -hmm. is not going to burn, right? Right. Because it's not actually moving much electricity. It's moving light. But like, you know, if this is 1986, but it's Cyber Dallas, so what year is this supposed to be? So yeah. what I mean, like could be I mean just to add to this conversation, I mean it could be a type SE cable, it could be armored mm -hmm. cables or underground feeders. I mean, there's just a lot of different types and of even wires. some serial cables do carry electricity. Coax for the TV, telephone drop wires. I mean, are we talking automotive wires? I don't mm -hmm. know why we would, but maybe. Well, but that's the question, right? Like is this are these right. so all the computers can be networked or is this because they didn't have enough ducting to run power to various yeah. machines? So they've got like I, big, fat, high voltage wires. Roll, roll your intelligence to see if you can tell. <laughs> okay. Uh, should I roll mine? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. I, I definitely, almost certainly know. Let's see. I can't tell. I'm just a priest, but what I know about wires. Oh, I rolled th four passes. Yeah. All right. Nice. 
you kind of wish you had thought about this before you started. Okay. Some of these wires are, as Brent said, networking, and they're just running the internet. But also, a lot of the power is running through here, too. So there are electrical wires that are carrying power. Oh, that's great. Are the sprinklers on in here? Not yet, because you haven't started a fire yet, no. Okay, good. Well, let's get one going. Okay. I'm going to roll two die to see if you start a fire. You do not start a fire. Uh, (laughs) But do we stop the other spiders? Let's see. I'm going to have them each roll their athletics. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah? I have a crazy idea. Hold on tight. Keep cutting those wires. You got it. Cutting wires indiscriminately. Do not care which wires I cut. So I touch the door handle first to see if it's hot. Is it hot? It's not that hot, actually. Great. So I open it with my bare hand and open the door, and then I look for something on fire that I can grab. There is a little bit of fire across the room, but it's going out fast. Okay. So I should roll my athletics to see if I can get to it? Yes. Oh, man, I got a two. You cannot get to it in time, and it is put out. Shoot. Okay, and that's the last of the fire. Yeah, let's just stop these spiders. Yeah. Brent, roll your intelligence to see if you can remember something. I can. Great. You remember how you got key cards off some guys on lower floors? Hey, we should probably check Major Laser's body for shit that we could use. Ronnie, that's a really good idea. As soon as you've cut enough wires, why don't we just get on the other side of the door and lock it to keep the spiders from getting to us? Yeah, that's fair. In fact, why don't I just do that now? Okay. So two of the spiders, by the way, did manage to get past Mm -hmm. the cut wires and leap up. So now we need to have a test of athletics to see if you guys can close the doors on those two spiders and not have them get into this room. So their athletics are three. And now, mind you, I'm in the other room, so I'm running back. Oh, so really, it's just got to be Ronnie. Only Ronnie can do this. So go ahead and roll, Ronnie. No passes. (laughs) Shit. Both spiders managed to leap into the room. Do you want to close the door anyway? Yes. Yes. Ronnie comes in. Ronnie slams the door. And now it's you guys in this now wet, formerly on fire room with two spiders. And traitor. And Trader. That's right. Okay, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to see if Trader can, like, talk to the other two spiders and, like, get them to, like, stand down. He's going to roll, I guess, his charisma versus their intelligence. The spider's charisma. Yes. Okay, great. So roll one die for me, please. One pass. He starts chirping at them. And they stop for a second. And then they back up and then they turn and they try and go back into the room that they just came from. But because the door is stuck, they don't go anywhere. So they're just bumping back and forth into the wall forever like a Roomba who has lost its abilities. Uh, Nice one, Trader. Trader and I high five. Yes. Trader high fives you. He has a spiky metal dowel for a hand. So... If you take a little bit of damage, not enough to matter, but that hurt. All right, let's go see if Major Laser's corpse is carrying anything useful. Yay! At this point, I have no problem pilfering the dead. Apparently not. I like this hard turn that Paramecia has made. (laughs) Uh, All right, both of you roll your intelligence. Uh, Wow, no passes for me. One pass. Ron is going through it, and so much of Major Laser is charred that he begins to freak out and worry that it's not available. Ah, this body is too burny. But then Paramnesia finds a CD-ROM on Major Laser's chest and then presses the eject button, and then in the tray of the CD-ROM, there was a hidden key card that says level six. If I could give you a token... Patrick, I would. I love that he has a CD-ROM drive in his chest. That's very much in my wheelhouse as a person. So I will take that token. Thank you. You now have a key card to level six. The fire is put out in this room. What are we doing? All right. Time to kill the CEO of Texas Instruments. Hold tight. Worst movies ever played. We'll be right back. You go into the elevator. You swipe the key card, it says access granted. 
and you slowly start going up. And you realize whatever's waiting for you is going to be waiting for you now because TJ McCune knows you're here. Do you guys want to make any preparations for when that door opens? How about one of your classic holograms, <laughs> Paramnesia? This may be a good time for that. Ooh, what about the classic gem of there's lots of you? That's like a hologram staple. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, you make like a bunch of you, and then that way they don't know who to fire at. I know. See, I've been so focused about keeping all of my holograms religious themed so that I would continue to be celebrating God and his greatness. Yeah, but I mean, again, yeah. that's your brand. I, I at this point, let's just fuck this guy up. So yeah, I'm going to prepare a hologram that's like a hundred of me and Ronnie's. Okay. They're all just going to like flow out of the elevator as soon as it opens. You are going up. You've made a hundred different holograms of paramnesia. And as soon as the door opens, they are going to start piling out. And the door opens. And as it opens, you start to see a big pair of Texas Longhorns behind a really nice leather chair on a wall. And you see like some cow hides, but also the cow hides have wires running through them. You see all that and it looks really nice, but what you also see is a robotic bull staring right at you. And even as the hundreds of paramegiums begin to pour out, the bull charges immediately. The bull's charging directly into the elevator. And I'm gonna see if it hits y'all. The robot bull charges directly into the elevator and hits for two damage. Oh my God. Both of you are immediately slammed into the back of the elevator. Two damage. Uh, shit, I'm in death check, by the way. So I get an extra D6 because of uh, my shield. I have nothing to lose. But pools that target me also get an extra D6. So, And enemies will prioritize other threats over me. So just a heads up. You hear TJ McCune start laughing in the back. He goes, oh, 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 oh. sounds like one of them holograms got hit. Can't really tell which one yet. All right, let me see if I'm smart enough to tell which of you some bitches is the real one. And so he starts looking. I guess this is going to be your intelligence paramnesia versus his. Where is TJ right now? He's behind his desk. What you guys can see is that one bowl slammed right into the elevator. One bowl? There are two bowls? There are two bowls and TJ McCune up here. Oh my God. Okay. TJ rolls and he has three passes. So he's smart enough. You know, you're dealing with an engineer here. Like he built Texas Instruments. He knows holograms. He says, all right, all right, that's a cute trick there, Paramnesia, but uh, I've been seeing you pull that cute trick all night long, so don't you worry about it. I know you're in the elevator back behind that bowl, same as your buddy there. And he's like, well, I can see you boys. You're right back there in the elevator. Y'all must have wanted to see me pretty bad to set fire to my whole fifth floor. You killed Major Laser. What do y'all want up here, and why shouldn't I immediately turn you into the cyber cops for destroying all sorts of property and murdering all sorts of people tonight? Oh, it's you who is the murderer. You have condemned all human fax machines to death. Ah, by cutting off our customer service. Boys, look, I'm sorry there wasn't any room for you in the new economy for human fax machines, but the simple fact of the matter is, is we needed more bandwidth for the DigiSoldier project. And I don't want things to go so badly in the third Afghanistan war that I don't help. So I had to cut the bandwidth. Now, I'm sorry if you think that the commies should take over just so that you can have a little bit of luxury and customer support, but uh, that's the way of the world, I son. I wouldn't call it a luxury to live you 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 fuck i i do think mr mccune that the golden idol of greed and avarice has clouded your view you you've condemned this man and others like him to death for no reason other than a small amount more profit on your war machine uh, th that cannot be condoned roll your charisma three passes he looks at you and he goes what hollow denomination are you father a, a Baptist Catholic. 
a, a, you know, hybrid, oh. cyber, cyber Christian. Oh, after the second Protestant Reformation, you're one of the Baptist hybrids. Precisely. Fascinating. I'm, uh, I'm Baptist myself, Father. I, I never had the Catholic upbringing, but I, I appreciate you coming into the fold. So you think McGreed's gotten to me? Fine. I, I do think that. And you think my greed was so horrible that it warranted murdering everyone on the floors up here to get to me? I would like to let you know that our original intention was just to speak with you, and um, only after being attacked were we forced to murder. Yep, you're the bad guy, just to be clear. So your intention was just to speak with me, and you didn't call to set an appointment, you just barged right in on a Sunday night? Well, it, it seemed very important. You see, young Ronnie here came to my church, uh, very out of sorts. Yep. Letting me know that he was essentially on death's door unless help was not rendered immediately. And you can't take a man with a fax machine to any hospital. The only place that had the equipment to fix him was here, in your building. The ink is bleeding into my brain right now. The man's literally living with a time bomb. And this is just one that I know of. Who knows how many thousands of others are out there going through similar symptoms and in pain and terror, and I cannot turn my back on those suffering. Roll your charisma again. All right, I'm going to win charisma every time. I get like seven die. That's great. Oh, wow. Four passes. You're getting to him. I mean, this is my one skill. If this is your one skill, why didn't you try using it before? <laughs> we've never tried to talk our way out of problems before in this game. We're not oh. good at playing the game, Patrick. <laughs> okay, look. I'm just going to say, as a side, I always try and make sure there's a way for you to sneak or talk your way out. <laughs> like, I do try and set that option up for you. <laughs> all right. So TJ McCune hears you, and he goes, all right. So you're saying I can do better. All right. I get it. I understand. So how do we come to an agreement now? We all know that an eye for an eye makes the world blind, and y'all just gutted my office here. So I see how I can make it right for y'all. You need me to make sure that the human fax machines don't die, right? We need to give them a patch? Is that what you're asking for? Uh, a co continuous technical support. So you, you need to not just, like, pretend that we don't exist. If I call the number, you got to have people on the other line walking me through these repairs. And you got to have people willing to do the repairs in the future. You gotta keep manufacturing the human fax machine parts, the spare parts. What if we just got the fax machine out of you? Yeah, yeah, we could do that too. So you're saying we got options? Yeah, I think so. But you also have to get the fax machine out of every other human fax machine. So TJ McCune thinks about this and he goes, you know, we put about 5,000 of you guys out there. It's gonna be a lot of, it's either the tech support that you're talking about or it's getting the surgery done. Yeah, let's do the tech support and the new parts. We're good to go. Well, I guess you're pretty lucky that I've seen the light in terms of, you know, understanding that I have done wrong and need to rectify. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that this is resolved. <laughs> now, what are y'all going to... Hold on now, though. This is not resolved, son. Because you've slaughtered... Two girls in the lobby. Yeah. I believe five young men who are in the army. Oh, yeah. You slaughtered two other people. Just only one in the lobby. The other girl's unconscious. All right. Well, that's kind of you. So only one lobby death. Let's just make sure. Okay. Thank you. Now, Father, I think you'd probably agree that we should not live in a society where violence is condoned, right? Absolutely not, which is why I was so surprised when coming to your corporate office that I was attacked with paratroopers and a man with a robotic laser arm. Now, that was after you guys started making the blood run into my office and you tried to fight my girls after they told you to leave, right? That That's true, and we will cop to that, and... Um... I think that there are ways that we can make it up to you and everyone involved. All right, here's what we're going to do. I think I got a way to get that tech support running. I'm also going to need to be compensated and the families are going to need to be compensated for what happened here today. How are we going to do that? All right, just hack a bank. Hack. <laughs> so you're suggesting the way we solve this is to rob a bank? Electronic. Or, or, or other idea, we could do what the church always does and have a, have a Sunday social. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to have a Sunday social. So there's two ideas right now on the table. Uh -huh. One is I could use my hacking skills 
to bring millions and millions of dollars into Texas Instruments that it could be used to pay out the families of the employees. The other is a, what, was a church bake sale? Son, I think you got to learn how to read a room. <laughs> I, think, I think that'd be a useful skill for you. Well, maybe that's a patch that you could add. Here's what I'm going to do. I give you my word that we are going to fix all these fax machines. But I'm also calling the cops right now. And I think we're going to have you all arrested for this. But I'm a pretty important man, and I'm going to stick to my word. And he sticks out his hand to be shook. Are you going to accept his hand? Ooh. I will happily go to jail in exchange for saving the fax machine's lives. All right. So Paramnesia shakes his hand. He puts out his hand to Ronnie. Ronnie, you in for this deal? And a fax comes out of his mouth, and he takes the fax out. He puts it into the hand of T.J. McEwen, and it says, No deal! At which point, I like to whip a a telephone cable around his neck. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, so you... I think that was worth it. I'm glad we did that. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get the jump on TJ, but right. then the turn order goes. Right. Go ahead and roll your strength. Two passes. You do double damage to TJ McCune. And so he is immediately like choking. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. This is way more fun than the other pad. <laughs> and now it is bull number one's turn. Bull number one charges straight at Ronnie. Great. It hits you for one damage. It slams right into you, moves really loud, and you're gored for one damage. Still worth it. And it is now Paramnesia's turn. Ronnie, why did you do this? (laughs) This seems insane. I'm not going to jail. He's the criminal. This is a genocide against fax machines. Texas law says I got the right to stand my ground, and I feel like at this point, y'all have shown me who's with me and who's not with me. So I'm going to stand my ground, but I am a just man. Paramnesia, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Mr. McCune, I hate to say this, but I I think I'm going to stand with you here. We were about to achieve all of our objectives. (laughs) All right, can you stop your friend here, tie him up for me? I can try really hard to slow him down, so I'm going to cast a cherubim with a giant flame sword large enough to block your view of the rest of the room, and it's just going to come charging right at you, Ronnie. Okay. That's versus my intelligence, right? It won't matter. My holograms are so good. You, well, you if it's really versus my intelligence, you have a problem. But, Patrick, what's up? Yeah. Oh, this is... It, we haven't had this happen yet. So it's an intelligence competition, right? Yeah. <laughs> Roll an intelligence competition. Three passes. Oh, a tie. So we have to roll again? Yeah, roll again. Only two passes this time. Two passes this time for me. (laughs) Roll again. One pass. Three, four passes. The flaming cherub comes over Ronnie and encompasses him and says, you got to learn to read a room, Ronnie. And then, like, fire and clouds are everywhere, and that's all you can see. Uh, It is now the bull's turn. The second bull that was in the elevator comes out, charges you, and let's see if it hits you. It hits you for, oh, it did very well. It hits you for two damage. Ah, I'm still doing the right thing. I'm sure of it. It's TJ McCune's turn. Let's see what TJ is gonna do. TJ is gonna take a lasso that is in all his Western paraphernalia off the back of the wall, and he's gonna try He's not good at this, so he's showing weakness. He's going to try and hogtie you with his strength. Okay. And he fails. So, like, you are just kicking around in the face because he's trying to hogtie you, and it's not working. He goes, son, I'm trying to do the right thing here. I wish you'd let me. And now it's your turn. We've got some powerful electronic equipment in this room, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Wondering if there's something I could hack that would create like an EMP pulse to like turn off all power for all electronics. I need four passes. Okay. On intelligence? Yeah. 
One, two, three, four, five passes. There is something that you can hit in the corner. There is a little black cube that is in the upper left corner of the room. And you recognize that as an omni-source. Some might call it a god cube, but it is controlling most of the electrical flow in this entire room. And I can see it? You can see it. It's there. Then I'm hacking it. Okay. I need five passes. All right. Uh, one, two, three, four passes. I'll re-roll on a token. One, one, two. Okay, I did do it. TJ can tell what you just tried to do. He goes, son, I knew you were coming. You think I didn't put like seven layers of firmware on this before you showed up? No, you're, Come on, buddy. your firmware's bullshit. It's those fucking Texas instruments. You can barely keep a TI-83 calculator secure, let alone a building. You got like one chance to surrender right now, buddy. You gonna do it? Hmm. Is Ronnie Fax Machine going to surrender? The bulls start backing up and they're ready to charge into him. Uh, no, that's not a fun way to end the movie if he surrenders. Nobody wants to see a guy, the hero, surrender. They'd rather watch him die. Um, <laughs> Hacktronic is a minor action. Can I do another action? All right, you can do a major action. But you are surrounded by clouds and fire. Okay, great. I'm going to dance with the clouds and the fire. I'm going to just start, like, dancing around with it. And, like, the chaos man is here. The chaos man is here. He's here to kill your dreams with his cool electronic hacks. His cool electronic hacks. That's train wreck. So once per scene, I do something crazy, and a witness is astonished and loses two passes (laughs) on their next roll. So I'm going to do that for T.J. McEwen. So he's astonished. He's like, boy, you have no sense of self-preservation or when to stop. It is so astounding that my jaw has literally stopped working. And it's a little surprising I can even say this. Let's keep going. Bowl number one charges you. It does one damage. Okay. By the way, Ronnie is like, super badly hurt at this point. Like when he was dancing around, he was like limping. He's like bloody all over. You know, his his cool black jacket is in tatters. Ronnie, it doesn't need to end this way. TJ McCune goes, Paramnesia, if you can subdue him, I'll take that. I ain't trying to kill a boy right now. I think I've lost control of this situation. <laughs> it is now your turn, Paramnesia. I'm just gonna fill the entire room with a blinding white light and a horrible screech. Even if you know it's a hologram, it doesn't matter. It's going to be incapacitating. Okay. Is there any way I can defend against it or do anything against it, Patrick? It's a great question. If we're going to do a horrible screech. Yeah, we're just going to call it the voice of God because then I get another plus two when I roll. This is his intelligence versus your hologram slash religious ability again. So I've got three passes. One, two, three as well. Roll again. Two passes. Oh, no. I can't believe it. No passes. The the cherub just opens up its jaws, reveal another set of cherub jaws, reveal another set of cherub jaws. And it's not demonic so much as it is just a thousand cherub jaws within this one creature. And it just hollers at Ronnie. And Ronnie looks at it and goes, Haha, joke's on you, Paramnesia. I don't believe in God. I'm a cool atheist. He is not subdued, and it is the second bull's turn. And that bull hits you for two damage. Okay, can I make a suggestion? So this is my death. So I assume there's like big glass windows in his office. Mm -hmm. I'd like the bull to ram me out the big glass window. So the second bull backs up as far as it can, trying to really end this. And then it slams into Ronnie's body and it shoots him across the room, past the desk, into the big glass window in the Texas Instruments Tower. In slow motion, we see Ronnie's body fall to the surface, fall to the surface, fall to the surface, and then he hits the ground. Right before he hits the ground as he's in the air, he says, 
This was so edgy. <laughs> and then Roddy dies. And now it is TJ's turn. And TJ turns to Paramnesia and he goes, Look, I didn't like that any more than you probably did. But I think I see a way out of our problems right now. I guess at this point I'm, I'm open to suggestion. <laughs> I think everything that happened here today was that nut job's fault. But I think you've shown that someone needs to take care of the folks like him who ain't exactly right in the head because maybe folks like me made him not exactly right in the head. You willing to take on some work for customer support, sir? Well, I think after committing murder, I can't go back to the church. Yes, absolutely. That sounds good. And so then we go into a montage. Ambulances show up to take Ronnie Fax Machine's body and put it into a morgue. We see a press conference where Paramnesia and TJ McCune are talking to a bunch of reporters. There's a mugshot of Ronnie at this press conference, and it becomes very clear that the story that's being told is that a deranged human fax forced a priest into a murderous situation, but it made it clear that something needed to be done to protect human faxes. We see the Texas Instruments Tower slowly being built back up from all the destruction that you guys caused. The Digi Soldier program continues on, but then there's a new wing on the fifth floor that had previously been just a bunch of boxes, just a bunch of calculators. It's actually where the old human fact stuff had been found before you set it on fire. And now it is Paramnesia's office. And here, Paramnesia is running a one-man customer support team that serves as a sort of electronic hospice for the human fax machines until they reach the end of their natural life. TJ comes in, says hello to Paramnesia. Paramnesia waves right back, continues on with his day. There are many, many religious symbols on the fourth floor now. And there's a bright, sunshiny day outside. There are a couple of digi-soldiers that walk in. They have new blueprint plans for how to help certain human faxes who have problems. Paramnesia approves them and they walk back out. Paramnesia just looks out over the sun coming up over Dallas and goes, Looks like it's going to be another cool day in Cyber Dallas. But then, hold on. Because then, the automatic blinds come down over the windows. The lights flicker and turn off. And one of the screens in the room pops on. And it's Ronnie's head. He's like a max headroom now. Oh, he's, no. His consciousness was uploaded into the internet. Oh, no. And he's like, you're going to pay for that, asshole. And Blackout. And Blackout. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Cleon Williams. I am an industry coach for animation and game development from Jamaica. And you can find me on Instagram at Cleo Willow, which is C-L-E-O-W-I-L-L-O. On Instagram, that's C-L-E-O-W-I-L-L-O. Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to Season 2. We had a lot of fun making it. Hey, why don't you tell your friends? Wouldn't that be swell? 